You're listening to the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. So this just happened, so it's going to be on the podcast, right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's what my podcast is. It's basically a, a, a diary. Yeah, you could definitely call your podcast, This Just Happened. Or, yeah. or This Is What Bothered Me. Yeah. Or This Is What Just Upset Me. Yeah. All right, so you know that I'm working on my book, mm-hmm. right? It's a memoir-type book detailing my journey from being a prosecutor to a comedian off-Broadway. Yes. And I've put a lot of work into this book. A lot. And so I've stressed over it a lot. A lot. All right. So now I decided to self-publish. Uh-huh. My agent said, go ahead and self-publish, but you can only sell copies basically in person. Like, don't put it on Amazon or nothing like that in case, you know, a publisher down the road wants to put it in the marketplace. Like, sell them out of the trunk of your car. And I'm like, perfect, you know. So I'll sell them at a theater or I'll do uh, book signings or book readings, etc. Perfect. So it was my job to find a cover designer. Okay. Which I had never heard of, but when I did research on the book, I I, I realized I needed a cover designer, somebody to design my cover. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise my cover would just be like, Papel de, de bolsa. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the brown paper bags? Right. That's how we used to cover our books. In the old school, yeah. Or if you were really fancy, it'd be laminated. Oh. But nobody had money like that. No. So you would just be like, ah, dame ese, esa bolsa de papel. And then you would cut it up with a little tape and it'd be done. Boom. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to need something a little fancier. So I looked at this um, website that offers like authors, uh, people like that, like a cover designer or a copy editor, etc. So I looked at all these cover designers and I found several, but I was drawn to one in Arizona. Okay. And I read his bio and I read his reviews. You know, it looked great. Un hispano, right? Oh, so I thought, okay, excellent. So we communicated back and forth and I told him, look, my idea for the cover is that I'm going to be sitting in front of a dressing room mirror in a theater, you know, with the light bulbs around the mirror. Right. And I'll be applying paint, like clown paint to my face, and the picture comes over the shoulder. Yeah, it's kind of artistic, kind of fancy, right? right? I love that idea. And then the title is going to be, you know, on the cover, right, around the picture. And that was my original idea. And he wrote back, you know, listen, I don't think that's a good idea. Um, because when it's all said and done, the actual size of your face, it will actually be kind of small and you want your face to be prominent on the cover, but I'll still do what you want. I'm just saying, I don't think it's a good idea. So I was like, wow, you know, I kind of like this guy because the other ones that I had screened or interviewed, the other guys were like, yeah, sure. Great idea. I'll do it. Sure. Great idea. I'll do it. But this guy, you know, was like, you know, I don't like it, but I'll do it. Right. So I thought I'm going to hire this guy. So I go, I like your suggestion. I'm going to change it. And instead of looking into the mirror, instead of capturing the reflection, I'm going to be looking straight at the camera. Straight at the person buying the book. So I go to Chicago and I get this picture done. He goes, don't worry about applying the the paint or the makeup. I'll do that in post. Okay. Great. I'm excited. So he sends me the first draft and my book is called Made for This, right? Okay. So he has made for this all over the cover and I'm, my face is on it and the O for four is like a red circle, like a- Like a clown nose. And that's it. That's so it's a red clown nose and my picture's in black and white. Can you see your face? It's behind the, the lettering. Okay. So I'm like, ah, eh, not really what I said because I kind of wanted half my face painted. Plus you want to see your face. Right. But I wanted half painted, right? Because right. it's all about- my transition from a prosecutor to a comedian. So he tells me like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. And then he sends me another draft, right? Where half my face, like the top half is painted, right? Like just the eyes. Right. And I'm like, no. 
Um, I want it half. So he sends me only the bottom half. And I'm like, no, right? So he's reluctantly not sending you what you've asked for, which is left side painted or the right side painted. One of the two halves. Right. And I want a serious picture. But right. he keeps sending me smiley ones because when I went to get the photos, I made sure that the photographer took a whole bunch, right? Okay. Serious smiling, just in case the guy wanted to do something really creative. But bottom line, if we had to pick one picture, I wanted a serious picture of myself, right? With half my face painted in clown paint with a clown paint reflected a smiling kind of demeanor. Okay. This is the problem when you try to communicate with somebody through email. I guess I'm not communicating myself well enough. Right. So when I told him that, so I was like, um, no, you know, let's try again. You know, um, uh, this time, uh, serious picture because you keep sending me smiling pictures. I want a serious picture with half of it in clown paint. Okay. He sends it to me and I'm kind of liking it, right? He goes, it can't be in black and white anymore. It has to be in color. So the paint will stand out. And I go, okay, I'm liking this. I'm liking this a lot. Right. And then I say, you know what? Can you make the paint, uh, pop more? Right. Right. Or vibrant colors. Right. So it's not so subtle. So he sends me the new version and then he writes this. Please find attached JPEG with a new version. Then he goes, at this point, I would be negligent in my professional duty as a designer if I did not clearly communicate that in my professional opinion, all these changes are transforming an excellent cover design into a forgettable mediocrity. So he just called what you wanted doo-doo and what he designed awesome. Right. He, He called it... He called my vision right. a forgettable mediocrity. Yes. Okay. Because I wanted a serious face with half of it in clown paint depicting a smile. Right. That's forgettable mediocrity. But he wanted a black and white smiling version of myself, right? Grinning with a red clown nose serving as the O in made for this. Right. That's it. That's so, very, very uh, unforgettable. Unforgettable, but in a bad way. Right. That's unforgettable. Yeah. Mine is forgettable mediocrity. All right. Now, keep in mind, I'm the client. Right. I'm the one paying. Yes. And I was just called uh, forgettable and mediocre. So did did you fire him in the next email? No, no. I haven't even finished. Oh, oh, it keeps going. Yeah, it keeps going. He's just warming up. He goes, I have mentioned this several times, but you have neglected to acknowledge my comments and just kept going with your personal preferences. Wow. He hit you like in the back of the head. Yeah, I keep I keep telling you, but you keep ignoring me and you keep insisting on your own vision. Now, let me rephrase that. I keep insisting on my opinion, but you keep pushing your opinion. Who do you think you are? The client? Who do you think you are? The boss? That's kind of like what he's coming off saying. Who do you think you are? The one paying for this? Yeah. I mean, I I have my own opinions. Okay. Don't they matter? No, they don't. Am I not the one designing this? Exactly. Then let me design it. That's what I'm saying. Like, That's who, what he said to you. Who's in charge? Like, whose book is it? I'm losing control of my book. And it is, it's frustrating because it's the very thing that attracted me to him. Right. Was his opinion is now like getting in the way. Yes, definitely. Then he goes, I don't mind doing so. At the end, my job is to make the client happy. Uh, 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 oh, wait a minute. By the way, that comes after half of this email. Right. After, oh, by I, the way, I kind of know that my job is to, uh, what's that again? Make the client happy. Mm-hmm. But then he goes, but. So he takes it away, right? That's, that, that's like me saying, you know, I think you're a really good friend, but, but. forget what I just said. I'm going to take it back. 
He goes, but as a former lawyer, I am sure you will understand that the best strategy in court is never to let the defendant litigate his or her own case. I like how he's trying to compare being an attorney, uh-huh. which means that you know the law, right. which means that you are defending me uh, based on something I know nothing about. And, and I'm trying to stay out of jail. I'm defending you, but more accurately, I am representing you. Right. Because like you said, since you don't know. Yeah. About the law, I am representing you. I, because I know the law, I will speak for you. Right. Because you cannot speak for yourself. Because if I do, I'm going to jail. Because you don't know the law. Right. So I hire somebody that knows. Right. So all of a sudden, in this example, he's the lawyer. Right. And I am the defendant. And you know nothing about art, is what he's saying. I have mediocre knowledge. (laughs) Yeah, about art. Forgettable, mediocre knowledge. All of a sudden, I'm a defendant. Yeah. And he's the attorney. So in his example, in his analogy, uh, I am in court trying to tell him what to tell the judge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You see how this is starting to like look ridiculous? Yes. Like I'm the one going, um, maybe you should just tell him that I really wasn't at the store. And he's going, hey, listen, uh, I'm the lawyer. I know better. What you just said is absolutely mediocre. What I'm about to say is exceptional. Right. Then I would go, oh, my bad, because you're the lawyer. You went to law school and you know the law. And by the way, you know, you're in charge. Yeah. Because I hired you to be in charge. This is a service industry. The difference in his job is that it's based on an opinion because a design is an opinion. It's do I like it or don't I like it? Going to court and going to jail is not an opinion. No, they're all based on facts. It's law. It's it's law, it's fact, it's black and white. Yeah, his has a lot of gray area. But as a defendant, I'm not hiring you as my attorney to provide me with a service that I may or may not like. Right. I'm hiring you to defend me and to represent me. And to know the law. But if I hired you to, you know, sculpt something, mm-hmm. if I say I don't like it, if I wanted to have three heads... Yeah. Guess what? I'm going to design three heads. It's going to have three heads. Yeah. You're not going to be like, oh, you want three heads? I don't know, Bob. I mean, you know, that's not really, you know, it's not realistic. No. And and I went to school for this. And during school, you know, we learned that it's better if it only has two heads. Right. So then uh, why don't you pay me then? (laughs) Why don't you pay me to accept your version of what I want? Exactly. Why am I paying? You get what I'm saying? Why am I paying? I'm paying so that you can do what I want you to do. If you disagree, then disagree. But the second you see me pushing what I want, please disregard your opinion. Yeah, and give you what you want. And do your job professionally. Because now I feel like I'm paying for somebody whose heart is not into it. Right. Now I feel like I scolded somebody. Like if I were to scold my son and then I, t- I tell him to go cut the grass, right? Right. Because he's like, no, I think I should wait. And you're, I go, no, do it now. No, I think I should wait because it's hot. Do it now. And he gets mad. Guess what kind of job he's going to do on the grass? Bad. He's going to do a bad job. You know yes. what I'm saying? Or it's like scolding the chef and then telling the chef to remake your food. Oh, yeah. Because you know what's going to happen then. Oh, it's going to be horrendous, <laughs> right? No. The email continues. What? Yes. He goes, it is still a decent cover. This is my idea. Oh, your cover is decent. Decent. Well, because, you know, it's forgettably mediocre, right? Right. It's still a decent cover, but compared to the initial designs, it has lost a lot of visual punch. Where in the initial covers, there was an interaction within the typography and the image. We now have just a photo with text. So my idea, besides being forgettable and mediocre and just decent, it is also just, uh, you know, a photo with text. Okay. I mean, he might as well have said your idea was decent, 
but my two ideas have been brilliant that right. you are now not looking at. I'll take your idea then for free. <laughs> but to call my idea just a photo with text, that could be anything. Technically, your ideas were photos with text. I didn't call them forgettable or mediocre. Do you know what I wanted to call them? Are you serious? That was my reaction when he sent it to me. Are you serious? Are you serious? Because when I looked at your cover, when I looked at all the, all the samples in your resume that you provided in the website, none of them looked this simple. Did you do this in three minutes? This, it looked ridiculous. It looked uninspiring. But I didn't say any of that. I just said, all right, you know, it's a good start. Why don't we try this? Right. I'm being careful. But to call my idea photos with text, um, that's like calling uh, the Puerto Rican flag, you know, cloth with colors. Right. You get what I'm saying? Don't downgrade it like that. Is that all he wrote? No, no. The saga continues. Yeah. He wraps it up by going, at the end of the day, it is your choice. Yeah. Yeah, pa. I know. But I wanted you to make an informed decision. So have you replied to him? I replied. I replied. But it took, it took me a while. Okay. I meditated a little bit, all right? Because anytime you bring up my past profession and you try to use it against me, uh, the litigator know, in you comes it, out. It's it's gonna be ugly. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean don't lecture me on making an informed decision. Let me clue you in on something. As an attorney, if you're my client and you said, "Bah, should I testify or not?" Right? But what should I do? Should I accept a plea or not? A lawyer is not allowed to tell a client whether or not to plea guilty or whether or not to testify. That's their decision. Right. But as a lawyer, I make sure you have all the available information so that you can make what? An informed decision. Right. You're going to give me the facts and say it's up to you. It's but up to you. these are the facts and these are the consequences. Because it's life or death, yeah. literally, or, or liberty or, or incarceration. You're not giving me nothing. To make an informed decision. If anything, you're making it more complicated for me to make this decision. Right. I don't need you to question what I want. I need you to further what I want. Mm -hmm. So please stop comparing it to my legal profession. This is a service profession. If you are not capable of doing what I ask you to do or making it better, then say so and get out. Right. But now I'm stuck in this loveless marriage that I've got to smile through because now I feel like, well, if I'm paying, I want to get the best of them. Right. But it's not fair that I got to be the nice one, you know, and he gets to be like, oh, no, man, you, this vision of yours is forgettable and it's mediocre. But uh, here we go. You know, what kind of confidence do I have? Right. Like, right. I'm gonna, I mean, just can you just do what I want with a smile, please? So I reply, please understand that I am by no means neglecting your comments. I'm absolutely taking them into account. I always have. It's how I arrived at my most recent idea slash design, which by the way, right? He thinks it's mediocre. Right. I simply wanted to see it to fruition. I will run both options by my circle of family and friends to get their opinions. You see what I'm saying? Right. I'm being diplomatic. Yes. What I wanted to say is what I've said in this podcast. Now, I, I'm taking the chance that he's probably not going to listen to this podcast. Right. Because if he does, uh, then we're probably going to have a different conversation. <laughs> um, but I need you to work with me. Correct. You get me? Not against me. I understand we all have opinions. But if my client's opinions differs from mine, I need to know how to adjust. He's making his job harder than it needs to be. Yes. Because he can provide you with his ideas, but had he provided you with your own idea and vision that you had, then you would have been past this already. Yep. This is something you square away in the beginning. So, for example, I've been hired to do shows. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, they say, well, what do you think about this? And do you think about having the show here? And I might go, you know, I, I don't know if that's going to work. Uh, I, I usually prefer doing shows this way or that way. If they come back at me with, you know, no, you know, I, I understand that, but we're still going to go with this idea. I'm going to take that idea and run with it. Yeah. You get me? It's just good professionalism. I'm not going to like every other day go, you know, I... You know, I know you say that you really want to do it this way, but I, I'm still not feeling it. Right. You know, and you keep ignoring my requests and you keep ignoring my opinions and you keep pushing yours. And I just think your idea is so mediocre. Right. You know, it's just. Ah. And you're ignoring my original idea that I gave you. Yeah. And it's like, uh, OK, stop. You're making uh, the notion of paying you very painful. Yes. And this whole process of putting a book together should not be painful. No. It should be amazing. It should be fun. It's making you probably rub your head and meditate a lot. This whole experience with the book cover designer has been very forgettable <laughs> and mediocre. <laughs> This week I got a massage because I've been meaning to get like a deep tissue massage. I love massages. I hate massages. Why? Okay. Sandra loves them. Emily loves them. My son loves them. Oh, they're so good. I don't like all that attention. Oh, okay. You know, I don't like being in a room where the person is like so focused on me. I, I feel uncomfortable. It feels awkward. But you played sports growing up too, yeah. right? Yes. You played in high school also? Yes. You never had a deep tissue massage I, like after? I just sucked it up. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I just, I, I did. I just, you know, I sucked it up. It's nice. I don't need any of that. I just don't, I don't like all that attention. Well, I love them. And uh, if I could get one daily, like when I lived in the Dominican Republic because they were so economical, I would. I like how you said because they were so economical. It's because when you lived in the Dominican Republic, you were rich. I wasn't rich. It was $5 to get a massage. You had people working on your property. We did. Yeah. But that's just because it's economical over there. Right. It's economical when you're rich. See, when you're wealthy, things are econ a lot of things are economical. Definitely weren't rich. You know, I've got a beach house. Why do you have a beach house? Because it's economical. <laughs> well, it's economical because you're a millionaire. No. Well, perhaps. And in the Dominican Republic, you were, uh, shall we say, in a humble way, wealthy. No. Okay. Well, so everybody lived the way you did with servants and, and daily massages. Everybody that I knew. Every wealthy person <laughs> that I knew because wealthy people I'm know wealthy people. I'm just digging a bigger hole even yeah, though we yeah. weren't rich. I, I right. love the way you keep digging <laughs> yeah. too. You're still holding on to the show. I'm not letting go. No, you're not letting go. Uh, so I got this massage, and I, like I said, I've had plenty of them. I know, Mr. Wealthy but, Person. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Right. Monopoly. Yes. But the next day, I was feeling like hurt, like I had been in a fight. Uh -huh. And I was like, man. So then I look in the mirror, and I got bruises where she was digging in to get into the muscles. Well, and you want a deep tissue. Yeah, but you're not supposed to end up bruised. Ah, because you've had so many. Correct. You would know, but maybe that was Dominican deep tissue. <laughs> Oh, you. So Dominican deep tissue, you know, you get what you pay for. for Cinco peso. Cinco peso. They're not going to get too deep, right? No, that was definitely deep over there. And uh, I've had deep tissue here, too. I uh, just think the I got like the masseuse that just graduated. Oh, is you what think, I think happened. Oh, so you think when they first graduate, when they first when they first get out there, they go real hard. They just probably don't know the depth that uh -huh. they need to go and the pressure they need to push. Well, you got a lot of layers too. Right. And they were probably like, oh, this is muscle, but it wasn't. It's was a chunk of fat. And right. they kept pushing it. Golito, it. Golito. He right. could take it. He could take it. But you can't. Right. So why didn't you let them know, hey, by the way, this hurts? Because deep tissue massages normally do hurt a little bit because uh -huh. they're going deep. 
and they're uh-huh. they're releasing the knots that you have in your muscles and they're stuff. They're not supposed to be adding knots. Correct. And right. they're not supposed to be adding bruises. Right. But now I'm bruised. And Lisette, <laughs> last night she's like, what, what are those bruises? Like from the massage that you got me. She goes, oh my goodness, she beat you up. That's right, because Lisette works at a spa. Yeah, at the one that I got the massage. Interesting. So what happens, though? Does she go back and say, hey, by the way... You messed my husband up. Well, she took pictures of it and she wanted to show the lady. I'm like, don't complain. I'm like, I don't need you to complain. And then when I go back, then it's like, oh, that's the guy that complained. Uh, I'm raising my hand. Yes, Mr. Castro. Uh, What do you mean when you go back? Oh, I'll I'll get another one next month. I love them. That's as ridiculous as me saying, oh, yeah, when I write my next book, (laughs) I already have my cover designer. I already know exactly who Uh, I'm going to. Well, I'm just not going to use the same massage therapist. Okay, here's a question for you. What if you're led back into the room and you're you get all prepped and ready and uh, she walks in? No, I walk out. No, I'll you be won't. like, nope. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. No, you won't. You'll stay there quietly, like you stood there quietly, even though and it was take hurting. Take all you. the pressure and take all the bruising. Yeah, I mean, you you didn't say stop. Ouch, right? Because it, I like I said, normally it does hurt a little bit. It's just not supposed to bruise you. So I was used to getting like a little bit of pain through it, but not bruising pain. So you're saying this felt like it hurt more. A little bit more. During the process. So you couldn't be like, "Uh, excuse me, uh, I know about these massages. I've been getting them since I was wealthy and little. Uh, These hurt a little bit more than I'm used to. Why didn't you let her know? I usually fall asleep. So I just was sitting there getting There's no way you fell asleep while you were getting- No, not this time. Right. So technically it was your fault for not kind of letting her know. Oh, so it's my fault that I got bruised? Papa, if she's going deep into the tissue, right, mm-hmm. and you don't let her know, she's probably thinking, man, I'm not getting deep enough. So let she's me put probably, my elbow into it. Right. So let me put more weight into it. And since you didn't say nothing, she's like, I, I hope I got deep enough. She didn't know that she bruised you. And the funny thing is she was little. She wasn't even like a big person. Know, but she was small. You didn't have to tell me that. I knew she was little. How did you know? Papa, because you didn't say nothing, right? You're a big dude. And if she bruised you, it's because pobrecita ella was probably, you know, she's probably bruised too. You know, she's probably like, oh my God, this big dude wants a deep tissue. I'm going to have to put my whole weight into it. You know what I mean? Did did we check her for injuries? (laughs) I'm serious. Did we check? She's probably got a sprained wrist. Yeah, she she probably lost like 10 pounds worth of workout. She probably sprained her elbow. Yeah. You know what I mean? She probably called in for like a week after that. You know what? That's it. Te me da otro más, otro golito más, and I quit. You know what I mean? I I know I just graduated, but I'll find another profession. That's funny because then since she works with Lisette, she's probably like, oh, if your husband ever goes to do another one, uh, don't put me down. Seriously, because ese deep tissue, I I couldn't get to the bottom of it. I was going to his lungs and it still wasn't enough. I was digging and digging and some of I found the space where his kidney used to be, and, and I, it's not there. And I was still was pressure. And I was massaging it, y él como na, no le molestó nada. Ese, ese lo que quiere es morir. He wants to die and be resuscitated. So what happened when your wife told her? Uh, I don't know. She was telling her today. So what if she came home and said we fired her? Because of, you know, legal exposure. You know what I'm saying? We don't want you or another client to say, you know, look what was done to me at the spa. I'd be like, I told you not to say anything. Why would you get her fired? Papa, because that could be me. What if I go in there and I ask for a deep tissue and she messes me up and I'm all bruised? But you wouldn't ask for a deep tissue because you don't even like the attention. So you'd be like, can you just like. Papa, I think you're avoiding. I think you're avoiding it. I think you're (laughs) avoiding the question. What if she messes somebody else up? 
then that could be a lawsuit. It's on you, again, because you didn't speak up. Just like you didn't speak up when she was messing you up, you refused so to speak up. So this is all my fault, you're saying? Yes. What? Yes, times two. Because you didn't say nothing when she was hurting you, and now you don't want to say nothing afterwards. The victim, you got to speak, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to empower the victim here, and you're like, oh, it's okay. I'll just, I just won't go to her next time. And just what? I'll just let her abuse somebody else. <laughs> So next time, I'll make sure that I'm vocal when it's too hard. Yeah, ouch. You know what I mean? That hurts. And then the next day, when you see the bruises, you know, after you've reported her to the police. Oh, to the police. Right, because that's that's an assault. That's a battery right there. Clear battery, because you did not consent to that kind of harm. Gotcha. And you you go, once you fill out that report, then you go to Google and you leave this review. Went to your establishment on Saturday. Hold on. I gotta stop you. What do you mean, went? You're so lazy, you can't say, I went. Are you kidding me? Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. You see what I'm saying? I you... never write reviews, so I got to get coached uh, through Oh, this. no, no, no. And then I got to get excuses. Oh, you know, it's, it's not because I made a poor decision. It's because I, I never write reviews. Gee, All right. Tu, tu Here we ta... go. I went to your establishment on Saturday. Uh, and after asking for a deep tissue massage, I came home looking like I had been in a car wreck. From all the bruising. Yes. You, your massage was the equivalent of a car wreck. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like a seatbelt choking my shoulders. That I paid for. Correct. Uh, I would like that massage therapist fired. Uh-huh. And I would like a free massage. Oh, just one? I, I You didn't let me finish. Okay. A free massage weekly uh-huh. for the rest of my life. Oh, Jesus. Yes. So that tells me that you were... Not only physically bruised, but emotionally bruised. Emotionally bruised. Like, my emotions are bruised. And by the way, that was a great review. But I would be more interested in hearing from the Dominican masseuse (laughs) who is going to tell this masseuse what she did wrong. In other words, if you were to tell the Dominican masseuse that gave you massages when you were a wealthy kid growing up, right? Uh, What would this masseuse say in your defense? Adio, pero... Tú le diste a, a muy duro. Tú, tú tienes que darle suavecito primero. Y cuando, cuando dicen que es deep tissue, tú le das ahí duro y le das duro. Pero no, no me le ponga un, un, un tatuma ahí. Tú, tú sabes, uno de esos que, que parece una araña peluda que la mataron ahí. No le pongo uno de esos. ¿Un tú, ta, did you say tatúa? What is it? Un tatún, un, un montón de tatún. ¿Tatún? Sí, tú sabes. Ah, no, yo no sé. Tatún. ¿Tú no sabes lo que es un tantún? ¿Tantún? Tantún. Un no. tatún, un totumo. Oh, oh, ¿Un what? It... Un to, como un chichón. Ah, ok. <laughs> like a bruise. It's... Sí, así mismo. Oh, that's how you, the Dominicans say bruise? Sí, un chichón, tremendo chichón. Un ahí. chichón. Sí, un chichón, un, un ton, tatumo. Ajá, sigue, un tatumo. sigue. Ajá. Adiós. Pero es que si tú lo dejas, ese muchacho parece que chocó el carro. Mm. Es, es, tú lo mataste por poco. <laughs> Adiós. Tú tienes que tener mucho cuidado. Porque, ¿y, y si la mujer de esa entera? Ella viene y te da tres patas. Tú tienes que tener cuidado. Así que dale suavecito. Y cuando digan ditisho, tú dices, no, yo no hago eso. Cuando 
That was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. For more information on my upcoming shows, Vigente, you can go to EllieCastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can follow me on social media under Jose A-Rod. And don't forget to leave us those reviews. We love those five-star reviews. And be on the lookout for my book, which will come out, God willing, uh, early fall. Yes, and and a fired uh, designer. One star. Vigente, don't forget, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Palante.